Oh, he just went right into recording, huh? You think he's all that? So here's what happened. Oh, Paul and I were deep into a very uh, emotional conversation. So, <laughs> oh well, oh, go 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 ahead and go ahead and go ahead and finish up. I, I can wait. And so, Paul, that is why I realized it was okay to have sex with my dad. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Okay, Jeremy, we're ready. I don't think we're ready. <laughs> it's another episode of Uncle Weepy's Depression Dungeon. With your hosts, Joy Moeller, Paul Armstrong, and Jeremy Fuchsa. Okay, we're so, having a quickie. Okay. We're having a quickie. Uh-huh. Because- uh, I don't like that lead-in from where you left off. Oh, I'm sorry that you don't like um, the truth of my. Nope. Nope. Not true. Nope. Battery. Battery status. Whose battery? Sta- who? Who? For joy. Oh, battery. Mine. Uh, yeah. Jeremy, me. I'm so sorry. I headed out south for a meeting at like one, and I'm at twenty nine percent. So you're not the type of person who has an extra power supply at your house. I am not. But I am the type of person that was prepared if we had started recording at eight. Ah, well, see, I, you know, extenuating circumstances and whatnot. No, what I said was a lie. And no, I'm sorry, I don't. I was, I was busy. I was busy selling some fresh popcorn. I was busy, busy selling my make a living. Doesn't work that way. It's not. I'm sorry. Jeremy, you in. I'm sorry. Doesn't have the same ring to it. No. Doesn't have the same ring to it. It doesn't mean the same thing. We're just going to mumble pop a, pop a corn for the rest of the was up. So, what? I just let you know when I'm like down to 1%. What the hell did you do, Jeremy? Yeah, what had happened? Oh, was- what had happened was you see, I was trying to mess with everything, and I thought that perhaps the problem was that I had installed Catalina on this laptop, and maybe there was something weird going on. But no, see, th- these headphones that I am using have a tiny little volume knob in line with the wire and it was turned all the way down. <laughs> Can I just say <laughs> people like you, Jeremy. Uh-huh. Yes. Smart techie people. You never think to check that. Like people like me, I'm like Right. I, I thought it was the most I thought it was the most complex problem. Of course. I was like, oh, it must be a firmware. Ba-ba-da-ba-da. Yeah. It's just yeah. the little That's tiny volume knob. That's a shame. It is a shame. Jeremy, what's going on with your job? What's going on with my job? Well, I haven't lost it yet. Right. No, I, I just had my performance review a couple of weeks ago, which I was incredibly anxious about. Really? But it, uh, oh, oh, yeah. yeah. You I've, just got, well, like, sorry, go ahead. No, I just got, like, what? Like, uh, I don't know if you called a promotion, but, like, a hey, we need you over here to lead this situation. Mm-hmm. I did get that. I did get that. Um, But see, here's the thing about me. I've never had a good performance review in my entire career. Fuck off. No, I'm serious. Seriously, I've never had a good performance review. Then how have you kept so many jobs? How many performance reviews have you had? I've only had one. (laughs) I've had two, and neither of them were good. The one I had was fine. 
You've had two in one? You don't get like one a year wherever you work? So when I was at Barclay, uh, I had one, for some reason, out of the four years I was there, there was only one year where there was performance reviews. And it was not a, and it was not a good performance review. My, uh, I, my criticism was that I was not prolific enough in my work. Christ, what's that even mean? Well, what it means is, is uh, whenever I would have a concept... You know, I wouldn't give you 10. I'd give you two oh, because man. those were the two I believed in, you know. And so I put all my work into that instead of, you know, just shitting out 10. But apparently yeah. you got to shit out 10 instead of, you know, work really well at two. Uh, but you, yeah, so there was that one. And then when I was at SHS, I got a uh, I got a poor performance review. And is it pure review? Um. I don't know. I, I really don't know how it worked, but um, the comments were that I was acerbic. What? And the clients. Um, acerbic kind of means like acidic, and uh, the, the clients felt that I was hard to get along with. Lies. And so. Um, yeah. And so I needed I needed to be nicer. Lies. But I will. But in in their def- in their defense not in my defense i was uh, worshiping at the church of mike montero at the time oh oh no that can go very badly yeah so so i was you know i was taking i was i was taking cues from the mike montero playbook so i'm not going to say they were probably 100% wrong i feel like jeremy i've known you for 10 to 15 years and i have never known you to be me. So are are you getting one person's perspective who works with you or is getting just is it like the office where it's just customer calls they're asking for feedback from them? I think I think in both of those cases it was one person's perspective. Cuz I was quite intimidated by Jeremy for many a year like he because that's the same thing I had with my performance review. Like he didn't have any insight on my performance, just on some small snippets of interactions over a year. I'm like this is not helpful. You should know me better, or you should have three month check ins where we talk about what we're going to be talking about by the end of the year, so that we're aligned. So that's what I've done now that like I work for a company that wanted to do performance reviews. I'm like, well, then we have to have more regular reviews and we have to be all on it together and we have to know what we're doing. Otherwise it's stupid. Yeah. Like the three month makes sense. And it's usually from people who don't have any day to day interactions with what you're doing or direct insight. So you keep updated. So it's not like, well, you've been here a year now and here's where you fucked up. Or they have a different, like, well, I wanted you to do this this year. You're like, well, you never told me that. Precisely. (laughs) I hate performance reviews. I hate them. So I totally get that, that three month piece. And Jeremy, that guy had said, mm, you, now, I don't know if you heard me a few minutes ago. Oh, about being intimidated? Oh, uh, yeah, I totally heard that. <laughs> that made Jeremy feel real good. Yeah, no, intimidated. like intimidated, but never. I have a huge boner. But I just want to reinforce, <laughs> oh, no. like, there's, there's no, I don't know, you were, I was, I was aloof to our audience. I'm going to go ahead and wait for the gentlemen to finish jerking each other off. And then I will continue to jerk Jeremy off. <laughs> Woo. Okay. Should you like play a musical number? Yeah. Yakety sex. 
I can put something underneath it later. I don't I don't I don't have a good I don't have a good track for you right now. But go ahead, compliment away. Well, I just wanted to make sure you heard when I said like it's odd to me as an outsider, whatever, to hear that you had two reviews and they were both negative because when I served on whatever board I don't know, do you remember that time you called and you're like, We're down at the cashew. And oh, I need, do remember like, that. And, and I was we like, we need a Mackie mixer. Yes. And, and I figured it was you, but I was like, wait, what Jeremy is this? And you're like, Jeremy Fuxa. Is your last name Fuxa? Yeah. Yeah. Because I was like, why would he be calling me? He's too good for me. And that is when I knew. That you weren't too good for me. <laughs> Precisely. Yay. What I mean was, I was like, oh my God, he knows who I am. I'm good enough for him. I'm just trying to make a point. Like, I can't believe you've only had two reviews and they were both bad. Were the reviews also like dependent upon you getting a raise? Yeah, also, but but then again, then again, her compliment also totally validated maybe their problems because apparently, if I'm too good for everybody, or if I come off as I'm too good for everybody, for then me, my it was Lord, like, Lord, I've got a problem. You came off as now that I know you, I don't think you were too good for me, but acerbic. <laughs> I was acerbic. Oh, acerbic. See, they were totally right. That was that was no. right on the nose. No, don't agree. But what about this? Did you say you had a most recent one that also went bad, or is this? No, actually, no. It went fine, and it actually it, it actually negated all of the things that I that I have uh, had in previous per- performance reviews. Good, you know, I good, I good. the performance review said we spoke to many people that you work with, and they all find you very easy to work with and fantastic to to get along with. I was like, see, that's actually me. Did those other um, reviews say we talked to people you work with? Because I nope, bet they it was didn't. No, nope, they didn't. It was one person's opinion. Because when you get older, you give up and you're just like, yeah, man, whatever. You don't want to fight everybody on any idea. Like, You know what? That's also true. That is also true. I mean, true. that's what I've I know, seen I mean, in myself. Like, I used to be an asshole just because, like, I thought I was right and I knew I was right. And I was going to be demeaning or a little bit assholey to others if they're like you know my idea is better blah, blah, yeah blah. the the first the first performance review was 13 years ago the second one was 10 years ago i mean i was a very different person then well now paul obviously i've only i've never met you in person so i can, and i can't yeah i can't speak to you per se you're doing it right now but jeremy like having I'm sorry, what was that? You're speaking to me right now, so you are you can do it. I know, so I can. But Jeremy, having worked in the same uh, town and industry as you, and for a while we crossed much more, you have, believe me, you had a huge reputation. I'm sure you still do, but I'm just saying, like, agency-wise, you had a very powerful, like, Oh my God! Well, Jeremy Jones, Jeremy Fuchs says or so. Well, you know, I have I I have what some people call a big personality when I'm in a room. No, um, I think that you 
you, what I'm trying to say is you have built a name for yourself in this community and beyond, which I didn't realize and beyond until I started doing, until you asked me to do podcasts with you. Ah. And you need to be praised for that and happy. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Somebody has to do it. <laughs> Not going to get it from my parents. Uh, and Paul, I know you do that as well, but Jeremy's having a really hard time right now. I, I don't know if you could tell, <laughs> but. Yeah, gosh. I mean, yeah, I mean it's yeah, a rough. It's- <laughs> It's, it started with the audio not working, and it's just turning out to be a volume thing, and it's been down. Here. Yeah, it's a volume thing. It smells like somebody had a diarrhea orgy down here. It's Ooh. I don't know. It's, it's well, that's my favorite band. Diarrhea orgy. His last album was fantastic. But bef- before we like work our way into the diarrhea orgy. But Jeremy, I mean that. Nobody wants to really work their way into a diet. Oh yeah, they do. You just you just kind of find yourself in it. Okay, but you heard me. I mean it. Okay. I did. Okay. I heard you. I Done. mean it. Yes, yes. And now you're starting to make me uncomfortable, so stop. <laughs> People saying nice things. I have the same problem. I do not take compliments well at all. Right. Just always say thank you. Yes, thank you. Battery status. 22%. Oh, okay. We're doing good. I'm okay. I'm that, okay. Is an, yeah. that is an efficient computer. Paul, why are you going? Okay. So Paul quit his job 12 years ago and he's just been traveling all over the world since. So I, I, I didn't quit. I just told everyone that I was going to be leaving and it's just taking a while. Yeah, what is up with that? Well, this was all. This has all been for work. And then, you, and then you never came back because you did Atlanta and I was England. in the UK for work. I was in California for work. I was in Seattle for a conference. I was in right. Atlanta for drinking. You were at. You were in Seattle for that dog hotel. Yeah, dog hotel. That's um, like, come on, man. How how are the web people in Atlanta? How is how is whiskey? Whiskey quack off. It's good. I got to see. I got to see the Gregs. The Gre- oh, see the Gregs both were there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I and and Greg, the Hoy Boy, and I just uh, clicked and connected again, like we, we had before. But it was like all music and Philly talk, and it was good. All right, you two. What are the Gregs? Give like a brief description to people that aren't in the know. You've Greg Story and Greg Hoy both were involved with Happy Cog way back in the day. They were big pioneers in uh, the modern web. Oh God! Um, they are the two guys represented in the film that Zuckerberg said "fuck you." The brothers. Yes, it was the Wink- Winklevoss twins. Yeah. <laughs> what could we? What would be a funnier name? The Twinkle, Twinkle Toes twins. Okay. That's what they're called. Okay, move on. Move on. I don't travel that much. Like I've never I have never been overseas as an adult. I have never been overseas ever. Because we have three kids and we've had kids since we were twenty four. Yeah, it's not as easy as you can go to Canada. That's over that's not I guess that's not overseas, is it? <laughs> you need a passport though. Well, I mean if you 
if you if you take a long arcing uh, airplane ride to get there to like new like newfoundland then it could technically be overseas yeah you could, you could yeah, uh, yeah. take a boat you still need your passport though to go to canada or a cruise a canadian cruise perhaps <laughs> i know mine's expired I'm not going to renew it because I fucking love our country and where we are right now. It's, oh God. What? There's no reason to leave. If you want to fly to Video Vixen's Vodka Weekend, you're going to have to have a pos- passport. That's going to be in Amsterdam. <laughs> Amsterdam. <laughs> mm, that is overseas. I I don't know. You you had you had Web Whiskey Weekend. I I made Video Vixens Vodka Weekend for her. You know where it is, Jeremy? It's at my house. That's your house. So people will need podcasts. But so so podcasts. so so no passport needed for you. Not for the three of us, but for all your friends in um, Amsterdam. Yes. I see. I, I I already fucked up though because it shouldn't have been weekend. Video Vixen's Vodka Vacation. Video Vixen Vodka. Yeah, yeah there you go. Vava da vava va. V4. No. You didn't fuck up, Jeremy. You fucking nailed it. Put that in my performance review. Video Vixen's Vacation. The nice thing about traveling on the business's dime overseas is you get to reserve business class seats, which were great. So it was very uh, luxurious. I could lay down. I had my own little privacy booth. Oh, yeah. I watched eight hours of movies. Beep, beep, beep. Beep, 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 beep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's going on? I feel like I admit another time. with my homies. The fuck is happening? Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Take that, rewind it back. Ursher got to beat the Michael Booty go. Take that, rewind it back. What's happening? Uh, little John got to beat the Michael Booty go. You're welcome, Paul. You're welcome, Paul. <laughs> Jeremy, Jeremy, high five. We fucking nailed it. Pop. Yeah, I like it. Maybe you've I heard like the it. song. It's called In the Club. Beep 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 beep. You've heard. Fucking heard it in the club with my homie. This is going to be a really singing songy episode. Yeah, you you heard? Oh yeah, in the club with my homies, we're all having a good time. Oh yeah. Okay, Jeremy, I think you're seeing like the um old ragtime version. I don't. In a club, Jeremy. Jeremy. Jeremy, are you the one singing old ragtime? Yes. Man, I love you, and that sounds amazing, but I'm pretty sure that's not accurate. I'm in the club with the homies. Do you guys want to know about my hearing aids? Yes. Yes. Do you have, do, do you have doubles? You said hearing oh, aids. Yes. Oh, my God, you guys, that broke through the noise. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Wait, hold on. Nobody, nobody, nobody talk about, nobody talk about, maybe talk. Okay, stop, and... Awkward mouth sounds. AKA. That's new. Joyce. Hearing problem. <laughs>
Awkward nonsense. Okay, have we made it clear to our audience that if you or your child have an ear that you think is plugged or clogged for more than 48 hours, it is not plugged or clogged, it's potential hearing loss, and is considered... Dangerous? Oh, yeah. Jeremy and Paul... No, Jeremy and Paul, you be quiet. It's considered... (laughs) A medical emergency. Um, How would she know if we were being quiet? Believe me, I fucking know. This is like, um, like, this is a warning, like, not a fucking test. Um, And if a doctor, like, looks in your ear, your child's, and your um, eardrum is fine. It is not a fucking ear infection. It is not sinus infection. Your ear is not plugged. You are suffering from damage to your, um, to a nerve that shoots ideas, hearing ideas up to your brain. Hearing ideas. Yeah. (laughs) I would love to see that marketed. It's great. Okay. I'm sorry. Jeremy and Paul have clearly not lost their hearing idea nerve. So they're very insensitive. I, I, it, absolutely not, ma'am. I was, I was, I was, I was using the cautionary tale of your virus ear just tonight as I was selling good. fresh popcorn. No, I was good, telling, good, I was good. Telling people about your hearing loss and how had you not been lazy, you'd still have your hearing. Jeremy, fuck you. It's all about the difference between... Jeremy, I know you're fucking with me, right? I am. Okay. Anyway, so last... What's funny, Paul? No, that Jeremy's fucking around with you. It's pretty great. I know, I know, and I need to relax. But two weeks ago, I was supposed to pick up my hearing aid... And I fucking found a million excuses not to. So a week ago, Tuesday, I went in, I picked it up. I got fitted for it three weeks ago. It's a tiny one that goes way inside my ear. It's only in my left ear. Um, people tell me they can't see it. It doesn't have the like over the ear situation. Um, and when I picked it up, I was pleasantly surprised at what it did do for me. Like it's still, I don't know, shit's it. Listen, don't expect me to come to your party and hear like a fucking perfectionist. Like if I go out in a, a location that has music or crowds is still difficult, but it does help with like small office meetings. And like, if someone is talking to me on my left side, I'm not going to understand it, but I at least know they're there to where I can turn and say, I'm sorry. What was that? Cause like, Oh my God, you guys, I was at Hobby Lobby and someone was like, I can help you over here. I assume not. I can know that bitch was there. And she walked around. She's like, hey, fuck, like, do you want me to check you out or not? So 
but but okay first of all i've as far as the parties go i have made a i have made a resolution now where i only have whisper parties <laughs> where uh people graze on soft cheese trays um so and that's why i love you should i invite you yes and why haven't you in the past before my ear was hurt i love soft cheese because you just couldn't hear why you couldn't hear the invitation well prior to <laughs> any kind of wound i just Jeremy. i just started with the oh, okay. Okay, okay. Oh, okay 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 yes okay. no now i can hear I used to not be able to hear if someone whispered. So, so, so the Hobby Lobby, she was, she was. Earist. Auditory prejudice. Soundist. She was, earist. What, no, what is the word for she, that? Because you, yeah, I mean, you know, you've got racist. Yeah. Audit, auditoriist. I remember it and it bothered me because in the past, it was one of those situations where in the past wouldn't have been a thing. She was like, walking up and around my left side and said something. And I didn't realize it until she was like around and looking at me. And I was like, Oh, I'm sorry. What? She's like, I can help you over here. And then I went around, but like normally I'd be able to hear that would have been able to hear so that. Is, they, stuff is the hearing you helping them next to my ear? And I don't know. Stuff like that. Yeah. It just makes Adjusting me go. But it didn't get rid of the ringing. You saw the ringing. Yes. And feeling like I'm a new, I'm an idiot. Yeah. You're not an idiot. It is. It's helping much more than I thought it would. I right. will say. Yeah. Um, no, it, and it won't get rid of that because that nerve is damaged. So like when I hear those things, that's, my insides like that's the sound um but that's inside joy that's your inside voice that's right <laughs> the sound of the, your blood rushing pretty much yeah but my my seventh doctor was like you have enough hearing left you have enough hearing like we need to emphasize on it and we should and Maybe I said this in our last podcast, but he was like, we need, you don't want to let your brain go lazy. Like we need to keep making, forcing your brain to hear and make uh, this connection with your ear. We don't want it to just like not understand sounds um, because my hearing loss was so recent. And one thing he said that I was, like, excited for, he said, in your lifetime, probably 10 to 15 years, there will be a, um, a stem cell injection. CRISPR it, yeah. Into your ear. Something we can do to, like, rebuild that nerve. Or dead, dead babies. <laughs> so I felt like he for was, that like. Ear. Right. Yeah. Where he was just, like, you need to keep that. He's like, you can either give birth out of your ear. Yay. Or. Oh, man, I'm loving the possibilities out of this. Let's right? Yeah. But I did. I, well, I was happy to hear the idea of, like, keep what you have and, like, hone it. Like, 
keep your brain in touch with it. You, this has happened so recently that your brain still wants mm. to hear things. So like, oh, let's, right. let's right. keep it going. It hasn't forgot. It hasn't given up on it. Basically like abandoned the, the idea. Right. Like it hasn't done something else. Um, so he's like, let's not like put all the pressure on your good ear. Let's not flood the other side of your, your other ear with all the information of both ears. Let's keep this side. Like, is yeah. Like let's, well, it's still one. It's still the brain still wants this brain still wants to have signals coming to and from it. Right. Basically, even if it's not perfect, that it, bad ear knows that bad ear still knows what a rooster is so so get get all the cock yeah and and we we don't want to decrease right, like make it basically shut it down was like yeah like a, the longer you don't well, the brain is smart keep, enough to be a fit it's always wanting to be efficient so if it's finding something that isn't doing what it should it's like all right well we're done with it boom yeah the ear wants what yeah. it wants yeah. right and i feel like the little bit I don't know if there is a little bit of that nerve or whatever, but he just made it sound like you have hearing there. We are. And so let's, let's work on that. Like not, okay. Now let's work on it, but we're going to use it. We're not just going to give up on this ear and fire it all over somewhere else. And it does help in like smaller group situations. Like, but if I go out to a loud place, it 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 does help there too. But it's not like it's certainly not like it was where to like if someone talks to me on that side. Well, I because can, as you're just, I assume you're just getting all the sound, and before you were able to kind of tone, you know, if it's too much noise, the brain is able to kind of tune stuff out. But the hearing yeah. aid can't do that per se. Right, the hearing aid only magnifies which if someone whispers to me on that side if it's not too loud of an environment i can hear it so i'm grateful for that so um it is it's better and it's small so people can't be like you have a hearing aid they they got to look deep in your ear to well and people i have had like people at work i'm like do you see it they're like no because it like fits, it's like custom design. It fits in into your hearing canal, like you could see like it deep deep enough that it's yeah yeah. Like you could see it if you were like an expert. Well, I would hope an expert would see. We all would, Jeremy, but we just don't know these days. We don't know what's going on. What's going on with it? We just, we don't know who's an expert. Yeah, it's Cleveland. I don't know, Peter. What's going on with your ear? It's like Cleveland. Oh, Peter, what's going on? Cleveland. I, I, I got tender, I got tender with my wife. And battery life, battery life. You're going to be at 16%. What are you at? I'm, I'm going 19. 14, 14. I feel like when I get like, 10 to 5. We got to quit. Isn't there an I heard someone tell me that there's an app uh an app that is like you can only go to the app when you're like 1% or less on your phone. Like it's like a 
community or some chat group where it's like everyone chats about as long as quickly as they can because they're all about to die on their phones or something. I have no idea about this. Well, uh, my concern is that Zencaster, right? Like if you close out, you don't, it, it doesn't save. Well, I have learned to like save and upload, but. I mean, like, if we're still recording and I... Oh, that you won't be able to upload if we don't have enough time. So now it won't be saved at all. Okay, so we probably need to... You need, like, a 5% warning. Uh, yeah, uh, probably. I don't feel like we have time to talk about that trailer, but we fucking should. Well, I think we got time for that. Oh, my God. I cried. You did not. With C-3PO, man. Oh, that killed me. I know. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. Oh. I don't. E- I don't even know that I want to know what that has. He's done. I don't want to know the context of that already. No, I know what it has. I mean, I don't know what it has to do with. I can guess, but it's too sad. Yeah, want- yeah, yeah, yeah. It is too sad. It's too sad. Oh, it's too like sad the for TV. Too sad. Like because he said it, and I'm like, I get it. I understand exactly what he's saying. But it's done. Ooh. It's so good. It's it the is palps done. is still alive. The old the old palps. Is he really alive? Which we knew. Or is it just, oh, well, God. we kind of. I mean, we don't know. And then we got a team a team up. See, and they got and they got me with the they got me with the bait and switch with the Lando Calrissian because they had that that wide shot, and I was like, wait a second, Donald Glover's going to be in this? No, that was a prequel. But fuck no, is Billy D. Colt forty five works every time, sixty percent of the time. Yes, and then her with Leia hugging Leia, and I'm like, oh, what's going on? There's a lot. And There's a lot in there. No, that C three PO was definitely tear jerking. But how about um, how about how about this? People. Telling me they know who I am. They don't know who I am. And Kylo Ren says, But I do. But I do. And then he walks out of the shower and you're like, Beep, 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 beep. Beep, beep. Like, go ahead with my homie. Lightsaber all crossed up. Yeah. And what was it? The, the, the statue that they smashed, was that Darth Vader? Don't know. Oh. Don't know. And I tried so many times to figure that. I'm not like. Gonna- I kind of want to don't know anything else. I really want to. I like the vague of it. I like the vagary of all of it. I worked on that on YouTube and could get nothing. Other favorite line was when the emperor was like, finally, something like, finally you come together and that will be your undoing. It was like, you're. So I could destroy you or something. Your coming together will be your undoing. And, And I was like, do do beep beep diarrhea orgy in the club with my hosts. <laughs> Take that, rewind it back. Or sure, got the Anybody want to? Anybody want a podcast recommendation? Wow, I guess we're done talking about Star Wars. That's fine. I don't want to talk. I don't want to. I want to. I want the anticipation of the movie, and I don't. The less I know, the better. The more I enjoy a movie, just going in with all of it new, all of it fresh. Adam Drivers in the movie, especially on Star Wars, like that's one of my thing. Like, he is Harris. I understand that, but I just like 
I don't like watching the trailers. It's all great and good, but I just want to go in and just be. You want to lay in the ocean of other movies. I'm fine with, but Star Wars, I want it to be. I want it to be uninformed because some trailers give away just a little bit enough that you kind of figure no, stuff out and ruins it. At least for me, trailer gives it away. It's a shitty trailer. Um, before we dive into um, whatever Pulse thing was, <laughs> Recos. Uh, y'all watching um fuck 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 the disney go um the boba fett thing fuck mandalorian yes oh yeah yeah yeah. disney plus out yet no um no it comes out uh, in a couple of weeks yeah yeah i mean we have to watch it i mean i'm definitely gonna get it because it looks amazing just making sure all right paul you may continue yeah yeah Okay, so this is a podcast called You're Wrong About... Dot, dot, dot. And it's really... They d- dive into things through history and culture that we everyone has a general view of that's completely wrong. Like, they go into stranger danger, and it's all about... Oh, wait, is it, a, is it a girl and a guy? Yeah. I have subscribed to this at one time, yes. It's pretty good. Yes. They it is some, good. It's very they good. Some, they do some deep dives and some good... Like they did Tanya Harding, and now they just finished up with um, Nicole Brown Simpson. They did Stranger Danger. What do you they mean did, by Stranger? Uh, they did uh, the they did the Satanic Panic. The, 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 there's the like the overhypeness. Uh, like everyone thought there was such a big Stranger Danger, and we did this whole initiative, and it was based on lies essentially. And then they go into the stats and the statistics and everything that's actually behind kids being taken by strangers, and they're like. One of the stats was in 2000, whatever, a total of 42 kids in all of America were taken by a stranger. 42. Whereas like some Senate hearing, they said 40 million kids were taken and put into sex trafficking and like all that stuff. Like it's all lies. And then they go into where it's coming from, why it might be happening, who might be profiting from it being a lie. Cause you're like, why would anyone lie about it? Like, well, it's a big religious right thing. They, they, at the time, Hinged it to pedophiles and homosexuals back in the eighties. So, like, there's all sorts of really dubious and devious stuff. But that's just one episode. There's lots of them. It's pretty good. I liked it. I yes, like it's it. It's a good show. I heard about it on another podcast, and I can't remember which one it was. It's either Harmontown or uh, Dubai Friday, and I don't know which. I'm gonna guess Dubai Friday because I'm pretty sure I remember Merlin talking about it, and that's how I started listening. Could be, could be, could be, could be. And I started watching the Paul Rudd Netflix series. I did too. It's. I have not started that yet. It's almost done with Shit's Creek. Oh, I got, I got shits. I got a shits. <laughs> the Paul Rudd show is good. It's good. Yeah, it's okay. But did you? Know where it's going? What did you know where it was going by like episode two? With uh, what episode Tom are you Brady? in? Um, four, yeah. I feel like by Tom Brady, I was like, uh, <laughs> All right, I know where we're going. It's so it switched a little bit again. Like, some things happened, like, Oh, this is not, but now it's kind of getting boring again. We're like on episode six or seven or six, I think we're on six, but. It's all right. Yeah, it's good. They're short. Yeah. Uh, 
I'm excited. It felt about a little telegraphed. Meeting. Yeah, like you said, like you kind of see where it's going pretty quickly. Yeah, but some of it's surprising. Um, I really like, um, just like understanding where shit's going because I'm like so in my career is re- really helped me with that. With knowing where stuff's being able to, <laughs> yeah. So so things kind of get telegraphed. That was supposed you. to be a joke, like story wise. I work in TV, so like I got, but I, not as a joke. I do tend to get shit like two episodes before my husband does. I'm very um. First of all, I'm at. Did you get this? I'm at eight percent. Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh. Okay. Okay. We need to wrap this up then. Wait. Yep. We need to do that like. Like some other music thing, quick. Go, Jeremy. Uh, hi. I had a media corner. Diarrhea in no, my like pants. Media corner. What is even happening? It doesn't have any. Oh, Jeremy. Are you Maybe do this. Touch your tongue to your nose. So I feel like um, next time, okay, like we should talk about tongue nuts. Um, I don't know. It's up to you guys, but maybe we talk about when Paul and I dated. Well, that's all she wrote.